see how the Chicago hardened street pigeons feel about John Lennon. I will. I'm gonna do the intro now. Okay. <laughs> I feel awkward every time I do it. Why? Because it's like... Ow. It's like I'm cringe. It's cool to be cringe Hello and welcome back to Why I Couldn't Finish, the podcast where we talk about books, movies, comic books, TV shows, etc. I'm Jay. And I'm Darren. And today we're talking about... Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't like the, We didn't plan to say that together. No. Mm-mm. We just happen to say the same stuff all the time. Because yeah. Because we live so together. I was, you know what? I was trying to mind meld you to say it at the same time as me. Well, Did you pick up on it? Cool. You're always in my brain. You're. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Not always. It's hard to get in there. Have we gone to any like bad fast food restaurants lately? Bad? We've been eating a ton of Taco Bell recently. But that that's is not true, bad. That's we, delectable. We never talked about our experience at IHOP. Because we had talked about, we had mentioned in one of the episodes, like, hey, we're going to go to IHOP before next one. And then we never talked about IHOP. <laughs> so <laughs> we should talk about it. That was months ago. But we can still talk. I'll talk about what I remember from IHOP. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, every experience I have at IHOP is pretty bad, but that IHOP is the worst. <laughs> yeah, it was pr- it was below mediocre. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like at least at Denny's, you know, you're gonna get like some nice lady with a weird southern accent. Yeah, or she's got like the worst tattoos you've ever seen, but oh, she's yeah. like super tall. That was my Denny's waitress. She was, like, in her 30s, and she was, like, six foot two and had, like, the worst tattoos, but she was so cool. (laughs) All the ones in Vegas talk like they're from the South, Mm. even though they've lived in Nevada their whole life. It's really funny. (laughs) That is funny. Yeah. But IHOP is worse. Um, When you walk into an IHOP, every... This is the same thing. Like, they're all so angry and rushed. They don't want to be there, and they want to get you out as quick as possible. I don't think she refilled my Mountain Dew at all the whole time we were there. I'm trying to remember. I don't think she did. I feel like I remember that. No, we were an inconvenience to her. Yeah. (laughs) And if I have a drink in front of me, I'm going to drink it. That's who I am as a person. So I know that I'm a problem to to wait staff in general. Uh-huh. Uh, because they set a drink down, it's finished, and they have to give me another one. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I remember that. That's the one thing that'll make me think a restaurant is bad if they don't bring me more drinks because I like to drink a lot. <laughs> I, I I don't necessarily agree. Because I, I also, I'm a big drinker. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's good when they like slow me down a little bit. They're like, you're wrong. Well, I disagree. We're not going to agree on that one. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I I, I, I drink my drinks very seriously. Um. <laughs> Obsessive drinker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've also been going to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. which has been pretty great. It's pretty yes. cheap. Mm-hmm. You get a lot. You get bang for your buck. Yeah, you do. Almost everything I get's off the dollar menu, so that's Same. cool. Taco Bell's great. Um, 
Baja Working Blast. at Taco Bell, bad. Baja Blast is so good. Damn. So good. Oh, and then I've been trying the Coke and Mountain Dew, or not Mountain Dew. What's their Baja Blast? Yeah. The Coke and Baja Blast mix. <laughs> Weird as shit. It tastes like, it's like, well, you had just a sip of it, but mm-hmm. I've had it multiple times now, and it kind of feels like you're drinking a heart attack. Yeah, I can imagine that. In your mouth. It's like Pop Rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't feel that with a regular Baja Blast, so I think it's the combination of the Coke and the Baja Blast that just takes it to, like... Yeah, it's gotta... Yeah. Yeah, I... I... Ooh. That's going to give you heart disease mm-hmm. immediately. Well, I used to just get the beef burrito. It was $1. It was on the dollar menu. It was perfect. And then they took it away. It's so disappointing. And they brought it back and they added little crunchy bits in it and they made it $2. It's heartbreaking, but it is slightly better than it used to be. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, I'm torn. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, it's a, it, it is better than it used to be, but is it a dollar better? No. Mm. If it was even like a dollar fifty, I'd be like, fair enough. <laughs> but one whole dollar? Making two dollars for just a beef burrito and they added little crunchy bits? True. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit sketchy. Yeah. Capitalism. They're making my dollar menu items be $2 now. <laughs> What's up with that? It's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did go to Panda Express today, too. We did. I used to go to Panda Express once a week. I don't know if people know that about me, but I used to. Um, at, for like two years of my life. Uh, <laughs> it's good. It's very good. I found out they have two types of shrimp today. Mm-hmm. Both of which they charge you extra for. So, <laughs> I paid $10. No, sorry, $15 for what would have been a $10 meal. You paid $15 today? Yeah. Jeez. Because I got a plate instead of a bowl. Yeah, and then I, know, I got both types of shrimp. $10, so. He was like, by the way, it's going to be extra. And I never realized how much extra the shrimp was. It's $1.50. fifty. Jesus. That's bad. So I spent like $6 on shrimp alone. Was it good though? It was fucking great. Okay, well. <laughs> I, I literally bit into the first piece of shrimp and I was like, this is the happiness I haven't had in so long. <laughs> yeah. Panda Express, it brings happiness every time. It breeds joy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've done anything else since we recorded the last one. I haven't started editing the last one yet. We were talking about that before we recorded. Yeah, I... I can't even remember what we were doing. Yeah, I can't remember when we recorded the last one, so I don't... I know it was after we saw Mitski. Oh, shit, it was, like, directly after, yeah. Yeah, I think, but it was before we saw (laughs) Fredo Disco. So we have the entire... Yeah, our entire spring break to recap. Ooh. <laughs> Shit. So, we started Spring Break with the Fredo Disco mm-hmm. um, concert, which is phenomenal. It was a very good show. Oh, uh, it was If so I have great. to say so. I Very good. <laughs> yeah, and you don't even really know them. No, I knew a couple of the songs because I had listened to... That day, I was listening to, like, his most recent discography. 
So I knew a couple of them and um, there was a day that was like a month prior that I listened to quite a bit, but obviously none of that stuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like so good. Yeah, I feel like the songs had a bigger bite for some of them mm-hmm. live. Like, Fuck You, Fuck Me, I think that's the title of it, yeah. is pretty fun to listen to on your own. But, like, hearing a bunch of people, they wouldn't sing along with the regular, like, part of it. Yeah. Because I don't think people really listen to the lyrics of that song. They're just listening to it for the part where you get to scream, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and everybody sang along to that part, and so that was yeah. really good. I could see that, that first, the first time everybody was screaming it in the crowd, it kind of caught you off guard a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the reason it caught me off guard, because I actually knew that song, and I just hadn't realized it was that song yet. Uh, yeah. So when they screamed it, I was like, oh, I know this! <laughs> yeah. It's really good. I, I have listened to a couple of his newer like, songs, and that one is like my ultimate favorite. Because mm-hmm. it's so fucking good. Yeah, it is. It's very good. Yeah, I could talk praises on Fredo Disco all day and night, because I've been a fan of his for, like, years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to meet him. I know! Uh, I was such a ball of nerves. <laughs> I'm really bad about meeting famous people I've discovered, which makes me not want to meet any famous person ever, mm-hmm. but he's not even famous. Yeah, he's really not. I just got, like, really flustered. He did, <laughs> but you got over it really, you recovered extremely well. You started real bad, you were bright red, and Uh then, like, as soon as you composed yourself, you were like, okay. Yeah, I said I was nervous out loud, and that made it better. Yep. And I I handed you all of my shit, and it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. But that was really fun, and that's how we started Mm -hmm. our spring break. So it started on, like, an ultimate high note. Mm -hmm. And then what did we do immediately after that? The next thing we did was go to Chinatown. Oh, fuck yeah, we went to Chinatown. Um, yeah. We ate at a kind of overpriced place. Yeah. Pretty overpriced. It was pretty overpriced, and it was pretty mediocre Chinese food. Yeah, Um, it wasn't that good. There's a Chinese place in my hometown that's a hole in the wall. It's behind a Little Caesars pizza. It's a shack, and that is the best Chinese food. So every time I get Chinese food somewhere else, it's always just... It makes me so sad that it's not my little shack. (laughs) I feel that, yeah. yeah I, hometown loyalties are real. What do you, what do you, what's your order? Well, I, ch- I am somebody, when I get Chinese food, I change what I get. That's so most fun. Most of the time. Like, there are, you know, the tried and true stuff, you know, you like, orange chicken at the place I go to, they put actual orange, like, slices on top, and it makes it fucking delicious. It makes it so good. That sounds delectable. <laughs> it is. Um, so that's a good one. It's also a little bit spicy at the one I go to. Um, mm. However, when I go, I usually do try to get hot and sour soup and crab rangoons no matter where I go. Yeah, I'm, I was sad that Panda doesn't have crab rangoons, but that makes sense. Yeah, well, Panda does have crab rangoons. They're just really fucking bad. No, they're called cream cheese rangoons. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're bad. Not even imitation crab. They yeah. use fucking cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of them use cream cheese, but the imitation crab ones are the good ones, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's this Thai place in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Kind of like your hole in the wall when you were talking about it. It was reminding me of this Thai place. Mm-hmm. It's over by where I used to work, and it's like the best Thai food. Mm-hmm. 
and my parents only got it once and I ended up getting soup and every time I get soup from a Thai place I'm like man I love soup and man I love Thai food I'm gonna love this and then it's just cabbage and I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's a really like all of the other stuff there is so fucking good mm. reminded me of it mm. pad Thai man yeah I'm very new to Thai food you know this about me so you know I love Thai food. I have an appreciation for it. Every time I've had it, it's been good. Yeah. So, but it's only been like four times that I've had Thai and food. The, okay, but the, the, the place right on campus here was not good Thai food. Yeah, that's what I gathered. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're desperate for Thai food, I guess you could go there, but like you could go somewhere good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my favorite uh, Thai food place in Vegas is called Archie's. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to bleep that out because I want people to know. Vegas is a big enough city. They're not going to be able to pin down where you live based on... Oh, no, and it's not even near me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, so. there's like two Archie's locations also. I figured that out one day because... Uh-huh. Uh, mm, I am going to bleep that out. Uh, me Your and, friend. <laughs> me and a couple of my friends. Um, we were going to have like a picnic at a park. And I was like, oh, this park's really nearby, like, Archie's, just order from there and we'll all pay you back and we'll pick it up and go. And then my friend ordered from the wrong one and we had to drive, like, 40 minutes out of our way. (laughs) It was a great day. Classic. Yeah, but then we ate Thai food and watched Monty Python Mm -hmm. in the car, so that was fun. In the car? It was cold outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was one time we got, um, there's a Korean place in, um, Champagne, and they give you, like, big buckets. Oh, of, my God. It's delicious. That's amazing. Um, me, McKenna, and my mom went together, and we, like, my mom had never had anything like it, and we got, like, this crazy sweet lemon tea that, like, they sell in bottles that's, like, at most Asian markets and stuff. And we made her drink that and eat that. And we went to, like, this park I used to go to as a kid. That's what that reminded me of. It was, like... No, that's a very similar experience. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't cold, though. It was, like, the middle of summer. And we just sat in the car and ate fucking... (laughs) Korean buckets of food. (laughs) That's so fun, though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That was sidetracked. Yeah, it was. We went to Chinatown. Then um, the next day, I think, was the zoo and the mall. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lincoln Park Zoo, it's free if you're ever in Chicago. It's a pretty decent zoo, I'll be honest. Um, we got to see a bear. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. It was. It was like one of the first animals we saw, and he was right there at the front. I was like, He was laying Hello. down. <laughs> Maybe maybe for this episode, that's what we'll post on the Instagram, is a, the picture of the bear that I took. The picture of the bear? And then the little sign that he had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of those around, like, uh-huh. just funny signs about the animals, like, why are there no giraffes? <laughs> yeah. They're on the inside part. <laughs> Tell them we're here. <laughs> you see, that's funny in a one-off sort of thing, but I just think it's funny that we went around the entire zoo, and when you would go, it's the inside part, I would immediately go, tell them we're here. Yeah, and vice versa. Every time an animal wasn't immediately visible, it 
was we long. went back and forth like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm glad sometimes that like when we do things it's just us cuz I'm yeah. like if other people were here they would hate us right now. They would have been so annoyed by so that. So annoyed. <laughs> but it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we went to the zoo and then we went to the American Girl doll store. Yes, we went to Water Tower Place. We got the huge American Girl doll store. Um, I'll always be disappointed about them conti- discontinuing dolls. I think that's uh, that's a cop out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I kind of get it though, and it was good for me because I got more money on my Emily doll. So I guess I don't that's really care. <laughs> I guess if I ever wanted to sell Molly, I could probably. Get oh my god, good. you would get so much yeah. money for Molly. Wednesday, did we go to Wicker Park and we went to the bookstore? Yes, that's what we um, did. Yeah, we went back to where the Fredo Disco show had been. Yeah, Um, it's a very nice neighborhood. Yeah, we went to some bookstores. I bought a book at Myopic Books, which I've been to before, and I didn't buy a book the last time we were there. So Mm -hmm. I was happy about that. Also, I, I didn't realize, like, you could just sit down and read in there. Yeah. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a bookstore in Champaign that's very similar to Myopic Books. I realized that while I was there. I was like... Because <laughs> people think Myopic Books is so cool for the way that it's set up. And it is cool. But then I was like, Jane Addams Bookstore in Champaign is very similar. Hmm. <laughs> it, it is. I feel like Myopic Books is interesting, but terrifying to be in. So is Jane Addams. It's like rickety like weirdly like you have to climb stairs that look a million years old (laughs) yeah well the middle section that we were in like at the time it didn't bug me but thinking back on it i'm like that's fucking unsafe yeah i i don't know how uh the building is coded (laughs) yeah and then i got when we got to the top floor which is not very big like Mm -hmm. it's it's fairly big you know but it's not like big enough for 150 people but they had a sign that said capacity 150 people yeah i I think occasionally they have people like talking there and everything i don't even think 150 people could fit in the entire store yeah i it would be a squeeze because there's so many shelves and shit that (laughs) yeah I like the little, like, nooks and crannies where you can, like, look through things. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. But I, it's really mean that they don't allow photography. Yeah, that's the first time I ever went there. Um, my freshman year of college, I did a um, digital photography five-week course because I had to do a bunch of five-week courses for my degree. And our final project was up to us. And the whole point of the class was, like, try to get out into the city and, like, find stuff. And so I decided I was going to go to used bookstores and I was going to photograph them. And there's a surprising number in the city that don't allow photography of any kind. Um, that entire trip when I went to Wicker Park was a bust because I went to both Quimby's and Myopic Books and Quimby's doesn't allow photography either. Quimby's I kind of get though. It makes more sense for Quimby's, I agree. Um, but yeah, there's a couple others that didn't allow photography either. And I remember my final... Um, the final images I turned in, we had to turn in five. Um, the ones that I picked were from, like, two stores. And I went to, like, six. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it feels mean for Myopic to not allow 
photography in their store. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really get it. If I would understand if they're like no flash photography because that can wear down, you know, images and print and stuff. But having no photography at all, um, which is what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like taking no photos with your phone. Like I would find that annoying because like if you're looking for a book but you think you can get it for a better price, you want to take a picture of the, yeah. the cover and see the condition that it's in, that kind of thing. It's yeah. such an odd rule for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But whatever, it's small businesses, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we did on Wednesday. Then on Thursday... I don't think we did anything on Thursday. Um, no, I don't think we did anything on Thursday either. Um, nothing. And then Friday, we did do something. Leather Museum. That's correct. We went to the Leather, leather Archives and Museum. Which I really like that museum. Um, it was better the first time I went. Um, I think they had more stuff there mm. um, because they obviously changed their exhibits, um, and so I think what they had right now was, you know, not as much. <laughs> yeah, I think we should have spent more time in the downstairs area. Yeah, that's where most of the stuff is. Is in the downstairs area. Yeah. Um, it was definitely cool. I mean, I learned things that I didn't know at all, like mm-hmm. the the gay biker gangs. I was like, mm-hmm. "What the hell? How come I didn't know about that?" <laughs> I, being who I am, I was very, especially when I was in high school, like queer history was like my thing, mm-hmm. and so I knew about a lot of this stuff, and I knew, you know, I like wrote several papers about you know the ACT UP movement and. So, the first time I went, I was like, yes! <laughs> yeah. It was definitely fun. I mean, you had fun with the patches. That mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah, those are so cool. Yeah. And, you know, as someone who has a bunch of patches, who loves DIY stuff, it's so fun to see, like, all the old DIY stuff. Because they had stuff from, like, the 70s. You could just tell it was some guy, like doing his best to sew something and it's really bad the, the best one that you showed me was the pencil one yeah th- they had was, um, pins that were just like they were shortened little number two pencils and they were just hot glued onto a pin bag yep and you know that works yeah that's something you can do (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's such a fun little thing i liked everything there Mm -hmm. it was so cool and it's just it's so surprising just how many like groups there were yeah there's so many when you like look through all their stuff and it's like i don't know (laughs) it's it's makes me like almost nostalgic for a time when people were able to come together in that sort of way Mm -hmm. because we don't have that anymore no we don't (laughs) there's no just like groups you know except for like i I don't know like gsa and i didn't even get to have that in (laughs) high school so i had a gsa for my final year of high school i was the president how was connor um bad um (laughs) We weren't allowed to technically be a club. Um, we had to be a um, a discussion group, I think was our official um, okay. thing. So we ha- couldn't meet outside of school hours, so we had to meet Fridays at lunch. Um, and we went to the art room and 
the kids that were younger than me were so obnoxious, as you would expect. Um, I don't expect maturity from kids, but at the same time, I'm like, damn, was I like that? <laughs> yeah, I I feel like at my school, it would have been a good thing. Um, Probably. At yeah. my school, it was not. Um, mm. If you went to GSA, you were a target at my school, pretty hardcore. Um, I remember a lot of the like terrible football kids every Friday would cut lunch lines and they'd be like oh I have to go to GSA <laughs> and they'd be like I have to get in line I have to go to GSA and it was like a big joke um oh that's which... like that's part of the I've talked about this before never on the podcast but mm-hmm. I would just want to throw this out there there's a way to be mean without being mean mm-hmm. that that um a lot of people don't pick up on and so they don't even realize that they're being made fun of until years later yeah and that's one of those things where it's like that's obviously very horrible but explaining it to people some people just won't think it's mean or just won't get it yeah for sure Mm -hmm. I had a lot of times like that um growing up yeah (laughs) that yeah that's awful I think the only reason I think it would have been good at my school is because I think that my friend group was the only gay friend group Probably. You had a large friend group, though. I did have a large friend group, but it wasn't large in that sort of way. Yeah. Like... You also had a big school, though, so it probably didn't compare. Yeah, there was, like, um, over a thousand kids in the high school and then over a thousand kids in the middle school. Mm -hmm. And we all were in the same area. And I didn't know any other gay kids that... Gay or trans kids that were below me at all Mm -hmm. when I was a senior yeah and I think like with the way that my experience went at that school I think it would have been so good to have a GSA to be able to like impart wisdom onto these kids and help them out you know because it's super shitty to go to a Christian school Mm -hmm. and the thing about no I'm not gonna go too much into that actually (laughs) um I'll get on a tangent, but, like, it just would have been a good thing to help kids that were younger, and yeah. it, it's sad that we never got to have that, but also we would have never gotten to have that. No, it's Christian, Christian school. school. Yeah, no, that, it is the nice thing about it, because um, mm-hmm. I was a senior when the group was founded, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, while it was a new club, so obviously it was not put together in any way, we planned very little we basically just like hung out together even though I didn't know all of these people but there was a couple times like I remember um we took one kid to his first ever pride um because they throw pride in my hometown in September um and so we immediately jumped on that I was like I'm going and my friends are going do any of you need a ride like we'll take you and you can hang out with us all night and we will get you home safe. <laughs> and so, yeah, we took one kid who had never been before. And there was, like, a, a um, LGBT youth after party thing at Pride 2. And it was, like, in the train station. And there was, like, a bunch of drag performers there. And, like, they did people's hair and makeup. And it was super fun. <laughs> so That is super fun. Yeah, so, like, that was probably the best part about it was, like, we helped out the one kid who had never had a chance to go. And, 
you know? Oh my God, that is, you just made my day telling me that. Oh my God. Good for you, man. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, this day after that, we went to the Field Museum. <laughs> yeah, we went to the Field Museum and got groceries, and it was raining, and you didn't like the rain. I didn't. I was so upset about the It rain. was raining most of the days <laughs> when we went out. Yeah, I think at, at the point I was at Saturday, I was just like, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> I'm so wet all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, re- it was really bad, too. And yeah. then it was funny, because when I went to the grocery store on Saturday... Like, mm-hmm. the umbrella was working on the way there. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm checking out, the cashier lady, she's looking at me. She's like, is it snowing outside? And I was like, it wasn't snowing when I walked in. She's like, look at it. Does that look like snow? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I walked out in the snow for maybe, like, two minutes, and the umbrella broke straight away. Yeah. So. <laughs> Lovely umbrella. <laughs> yeah. I was dripping hair dye on the way there from when we had gone out previously. <laughs> And Mm -hmm. on the way back, I was freezing my ass off in the wind. (laughs) So there was no winning on Saturday. No, there wasn't. Very bad day. Yeah, and that was kind of all we did. Yeah, I don't think we did anything Sunday. No. And then classes started again, so. It's been cool, though. I I mean, I'm glad that we had a week to do shit in the city. That was a lot of fun, and then Mm -hmm. just being able to relax, too. Not that I relaxed during any of it, because I'm a little ball of nerves, but... (laughs) (laughs) It was nice to pretend like I was happy. Yeah, yeah, same. (laughs) Yeah. And then we just watched Cabin in the Woods tonight. We did. Um, We've been watching stuff pretty steadily every night. We watched Cabin in the Woods tonight. Um, We probably wouldn't talk about that, just because... No, Everybody I just talks I liked about it. this movie, it's so <laughs> we'll affirm everyone else's opinion in saying that it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I think it's time that we actually talk about Harry Potter. Yeah, probably. Twenty minutes in. As we do. Uh, <laughs> no, we we usually get pretty off topic, but I don't think we've ever ever gone over like fifteen minutes talking about bullshit. Yeah, but we were covering a whole week where we actually did stuff. Okay, true, true, true. So, like, it makes sense that we went a little over. Yeah, it'll get edited down to 15, don't worry. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Um, Harry Potter, we watched all of the Harry Potter movies, including the Fantastic Beast movies. Yes, we did. Um, I grew up with Harry Potter. I had not seen the, the second Fantastic Beast movie, though, so that was new to me. I had seen the second Fantastic Beast movie and none of the other movies. <laughs> so we Wait, had... I never realized that we were complete opposites. Complete opposites on that. Uh... I think my favorite was Order of the Phoenix. Right. Which you said that you didn't like because you thought it was boring. I stand by that. However, I will say this is the first time I've watched Harry Potter as an adult. Uh-huh. And I think that some very good things happened in Order of the Phoenix. That was, like, more character buildy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was more satisfying to watch. Yeah. Than just, like, Harry Potter kills a snake. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a 12-year-old. I'm gonna put him in a life-or-death situation. <laughs> yeah, I get That's a fair take. Um, I still would probably put it as one of my less favorites, though, just because... Even though, yeah... What is your favorite? My favorite is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. 
it always has been and it no i can i can kind of agree with you on that though it is a very entertaining film and then the time turner bit is so by the way spoilers the time turner (laughs) bit is so good and i i've been listening to a lot of people talk about harry potter obviously in preparation for this podcast episode no other reason Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) some people have been complaining well i just this one dude i listened to on youtube was complaining about how jk rowling um heard everyone complaining about the time turners and how like they could fix everything and she's like okay and then neville destroys all of them accidentally in one of the books (laughs) (laughs) she's a horrible person but she's even worse for making neville do that yeah neville writes um (laughs) yeah in this house let's go over our backgrounds with harry potter because we just kind of brushed over that sure and then we'll do favorite characters and shit okay um so your your background you have all the books right I do have all the books. Um, So I've been a fan of Harry Potter for as long as it's existed um, because my mom used to read to me and my sister as a kid. I was probably a baby back then before the first movie came out. Um, And she had no idea how to pronounce Hermione's name, so she used to call her Hermione. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, she used to read it to me and my sister Um, I have pictures of my second ever Halloween where I was a clown and my sister was about six years old and she was Harry Potter, which was like a wizard costume, like a generic one that they didn't put any of like the weird beard stuff. And she had like a plastic wand and like big circle glasses. Um, and, and then the movies came out and yeah, me and my sister were you know, all about it. It was every Christmas we got the new book. Um, we usually both got a copy because, you know, sharing yeah. is not caring. <laughs> not to little kids. Um, <laughs> and then when I was about in third or fourth grade, I actually started reading them. Um, yeah. I always watched Harry Potter. I was never a, like... Harry Potter stan. I never read any Harry Potter fan fiction at that point. I hadn't read, uh, like, I, like, I participated in fan culture in, like, my middle school years. I didn't for Harry Potter, even though I had liked it my entire life, so. I think that's good. I think you're a better person because of it. (laughs) Everyone I know who used to like Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. just gonna leave that there. Open-ended silence. (laughs) Well, I like to look at AO3 these days post-watching something. Yes. And the amount of Harry Potter and Tom Riddle. Yes! It's 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 so... It's like every other fic. And I... (laughs) Yeah. I pointed that out to you. Yeah, I had noticed it myself. And then we went back and forth (laughs) talking about it. Because it's fucking weird. Yes, Not even Voldemort. Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle. God damn. A figment in a diary. <laughs> How much workaround do you have to do to get there? Slow burn my ass. No burn. <laughs> um, my background with Harry Potter, I don't really have one. I kind of lived in ignorant bliss around Harry Potter because a fun fact about me, I grew up at Christian schools and Christian schools don't really like Harry Potter. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> but we were never... I never went to any schools that, like, vehemently opposed it. 
they just didn't like advertise that to us right um one of my schools actually um one of the ones in vegas that i went to because i i went around schools a lot we've kind of talked about that but one of them like let us read anything like but harry potter like they didn't have it in the bookcase and i remember that being like a point of contention but then they had percy jackson and so all of us just read percy jackson (laughs) instead like the entire series it was so funny um looking back on that but that is funny yeah i just never really got into it um i was like against watching the movies because every time somebody would put one of those movies on like it would send me back to when that movie was released and i would just instantly fall asleep mm-hmm. um we talked a little bit about that i actually did have some trouble in <laughs> a couple of yeah it's the earlier ones you struggled with i did i wanted um, to fall asleep so badly i think chamber of secrets you actually did not off and i had to wake you up yeah. a, a little <laughs> bit i was like really close <laughs> chamber of secrets i can't really tell you the plot <laughs> There was a chamber. He found it. He did. He found it. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's, but yeah. So I don't really have a history with Harry Potter. Um, Just that it was there. Mm -hmm. It existed. And I kind of knew of it. Um, My friends all really liked it, though. I actually, I got the opportunity to go to London with a couple of my friends, like, at the end of middle school. And we went to the platform uh, nine and three fourths, and I, I was like, this was totally just me being there for them, mm-hmm. but like I didn't have the worst time there. It was super crowded and annoying, but like it was cool stuff, you know. Like I've always found the houses interesting. Mm-hmm. I even, I mean, this is a bit, like this is some deep J lore here, but I used to write a lot, and I, I ended up writing like a spoof of. Um, like the housing system for Harry Potter at one point mm. so it has impacted me I just don't I've never gotten into it really mm-hmm. alrighty favorite characters you can pick multiple also I think this is we haven't done this since Buffy but um Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss and Mansplain Manipulate, manipulate Male Wife Male Wife <laughs> go <laughs> No, I'll, we'll do favorite characters first, and then we'll do that. Okay, okay. My favorite characters, I have always loved Hermione. Um, okay. Which I know, but I, I think that's like a childhood thing. I kind of wanted to be her when I was little. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's sort of stuck in my brain, is that I'm like, she's cool. <laughs> she's so cool. And she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, I, Hermione is up there for me. I love Sirius Black. Yeah. I love Remus Lupin. Yep. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. If you dislike those characters, who are you? Why? Why? Well, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, if you can explain to me a reason to hate either of those characters, I'm all ears. I want to know, I don't but I don't think is. I'll agree with you. I don't think there is. Yeah. It'd be a I, stupid reason. Um, anyone else that I particularly like? Fred and George. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fred and George, I would say. And that's probably my favorites. Is okay. Those. My list is a lot shorter. Neville yeah. Longbottom. <laughs> yeah, Neville's fantastic. In love with Neville. 
Mm-hmm. Totally platonic sort of way. Yeah. Want to give that kid a kid a big hug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Remus, and that's it. <laughs> okay, Gaslight, Gatekeep, Girl Boss, Gaslight. Gaslight of the characters? Yeah, I don't know who Gaslight... Gaslight is J.K. (laughs) (laughs) J.K. I mean, okay. Alright, Hermione, Gaslight, why? Because I'm thinking specifically of the third movie. (gasps) She would show up to class and they'd be like, when did you get here? She's like, I was over here. You're you're crazy. I was here the whole time. I remember that. (laughs) We were talking about that. We're like, Hermione's gaslighting them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Gaslight, Hermione. Yeah. Gatekeep? Who? Draco. Draco is a gatekeep. Well, Mm. is he himself or is... Or is Lucius Malfoy the No, no, no. I don't think Lucius Malfoy is. Because Draco still has it in his heart to be like, I am a pure blood and therefore better than you. Mm-hmm. You know? He still believes that. Yeah, even that's if true. his parents force him to. It's not like... That's I mean, true. If he really wanted to, he could stand up to them. He's just a mm-hmm. little dumb boy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> not to be a Draco hater. I do feel bad for him. But... Yeah, I feel bad for him, but I'm also a Draco hater. Okay. Um... <laughs> so gaslight Hermione, gatekeep Draco. Who is girl boss? Girl boss is Luna Lovegood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She's the girl boss um, of That's their year. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Manipulate. Manipulate. There has to be someone that, like, manipulates throughout the series. I forgot about the Fantastic Beast movies, too. Yeah, those I think about far less. Um, I've had way less exposure to Fantastic Beasts. True, um, true. Manipulate uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. That's absolutely I'm not wrong. true. That's, yeah. Yeah, Dumbledore was kind of a bad person, guys. Dumbledore is a bad person. Same with Snape, um... I, I know have, you're going to disagree no, with me. No, I don't disagree with you, actually. I, a couple of people have pointed out some things online, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Never mind. <sighs> Major incel. <laughs> no, I don't even think that's the worst thing. There's yeah, there's so worse things, things about him. Yeah, there's worse things about him, but it's, yeah. It's one of those do the ends justify the means sort of things, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Um. Hello. <laughs> uh... Manipulate Dumbledore. Mansplain? Mansplain. Who's a mansplainer? Snape. I mean, he's a teacher. I I don't think that... Uh, He had occasions that were mansplaining. But... There's gotta be someone who really... (laughs) Lord Voldemort? (laughs) He's always explaining his fucking plans to Harry. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. One All right. more could be mansplain. All right. Male wife? Male wife is Remus <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, but I was like, I have I have a counter argument here. Okay. Cedric. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cedric is definitely a male wife, too. Yeah. There can be many. There... I would hope there is. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would hope so. I love I love the concept of male life. Yeah, no, That's... I agree. <laughs> That's the best of all of them. <laughs> yeah. One can only aspire to be male wife one day. I I don't Yeah, I do. I was gonna say I don't know if I want to be a male (laughs) wife, and then I realized no, I do. Yeah. Who doesn't? I would be surprised to meet someone who doesn't want to be a male wife. I'm sure they're out there. Sound off um, if you uh, don't want to be a male (laughs) wife. Hell yeah. (laughs) Are you 80 years old? I've never heard anyone say that. Off? This is Radio Rebel? <laughs> Damn. I'm so sorry. People are so mean to me. <laughs> no, you you admit it all the time where you're like, half of my slang is old person slang. That's absolutely true. I, I talk like an old person. I've been told by several old people that I sound funky because I sound like them. Um... <laughs> And it's true. It's absolutely true. Um, take that for what you will. I read a lot as a kid. <laughs> I only talked to old people as a kid. You've also um, got that enunciation of somebody that watched a lot of British television as a child. Oh, is that a thing? It is for me. I don't know if other people can pick up on it as well as I can, but when I'm listening to people talk, I can hear when it. Because I definitely did. Mm-hmm. Between watching the Harry Potter films all the time, the young ones, Monty Python, yeah, um, a lot more. <laughs> it's like a gay dar, but useless. <laughs> useless British dar. <laughs> no, no, no. Wanna be British? <laughs> Did you ever want to be British at any point in your lifetime? <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, what's a reason that you wouldn't be able to finish? And we'll we'll end on talking about how horrible J.K. Rowling is. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Before we even get there, I think we need to do our book club for all the young dudes. <laughs> oh, we, we definitely have to. I haven't um, even finished it yet. I don't know if I will, because I'm at, like, a sweet point right now where everything is fine, and I don't want to keep reading, because I understand yeah. that everything will not be fine. Yeah. Um, All the young dudes, for context. Do you want to give context, or do you want me to? Because... Either way. <laughs> okay. All the Young Dudes is a fan fiction that's really popular. It's about the Marauders. Um, it's extremely slow burn. Um, mm-hmm. Darren's a faster reader than I am. And when I was in, like, the beginning, they were already, like, towards the end of the Marauders in high school. Or yeah. In, at Hogwarts. Yeah. And I was like, when do they get together? Because this doesn't make sense. Um, and it's serious Lupin. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but also, the, all of the relationships with everyone is very yeah. compelling. It, it's, for the things that exist in canon, it's canon compliant. With a couple exceptions with Remus's background, and I think that comes with, I don't think he had an official profile by the time that they were writing they it. Were writing it. Yeah. Um, so I don't think there was any of the history on what his dad was like or what his mom was like, so... Um, it's a really good story. Like, most of the time in fanfiction, when they include darker elements, I'm always like, oh, why do you have to do that? You know, like, this is a fantasy thing that I'm trying to read to to be happy, you know, to get mm-hmm. something out of it. 
and the fact that you're putting in such dark elements is sad. But in this one, I'm like, oh my god, this is such a good fucking story, because it's done so well. It is done really well, and it's incredibly sad. Um, the longer I get away from it, the more I feel bad about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> because, you know... I'm not even to the point where I can officially say that, because I haven't even finished it yet. Yeah, but you're, you're what, in sixth or seventh year? I'm in the seventh year towards the beginning to middle to end. Right, so at that point in the fic, they have already um, decided that they're basically joining Dumbledore's army and that there is a war going on outside of school. Yeah. That exists <laughs> in the background of the happiness that's happening. And there's and then there's chapters that are titled, like, Reprieve or Respite, and you're like... Oh my god, what's gonna happen? If this is the reprieve and it's just them bickering, what's gonna happen after this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it... It's an interesting narrative because it's a bunch of very close friends, you know, young adults, very young, and they're like in a war of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, And it tears them all apart <laughs> yeah I, I what i found most interesting is how much growth that they're able to do together because mm-hmm. i'm like every year you know everything that happens in it feels so natural to the growth of the characters to get them to where they are i assume by the end you mm-hmm. know or to the movies where you see them mm-hmm. and it feels so natural and so well written like mm-hmm. this person really has a handle on where they wanted the the characters to go and and who they needed to be in the future and how to get them there. And it's just so fantastic, because it's like, J.K. Rowling would never fucking do this. J.K. Rowling is an awful writer. I'm going to put it out there. She made... I don't even know that she made it, because she copied Neil Gaiman. Um, (laughs) What? There is... I believe it's Neil Gaiman. If I'm wrong, someone yell at me. Um, But he made, like, a graphic novel or a comic of some sort a few years before Harry Potter came out that's strikingly similar strikingly oh (laughs) so i don't even (laughs) well and then you take into consideration all the weird shit that she put in there like slavery and the the jewish parallels to the different monsters Uh aids yeah werewolves not making regis gay yeah (laughs) there's so much that she does terribly Mm -hmm. um (laughs) yeah I will actually link below um, a YouTube video by this um, this dude that I follow on YouTube, obviously. Mm-hmm. He he makes fucking fantastic video essays. Oh, low power mode. Fucking fantastic video essays about, like, queer media and television. Mm-hmm. And he did one about Harry Potter and, like, the conflicting feelings that people have about it. Mm-hmm. I'll link that and the other Harry Potter um, video I was talking about. Because both of them, like, talk about the writing so much. Because J.K. Rowling is truly an awful writer. Mm -hmm. And people don't acknowledge that a lot because they're like, but the story. And it's like, yeah, but how do you get there? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're using these roundabout, really dumb sort of things and none of your writing has any logic or forethought to it, it, is it really a good story? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not. And uh, the moral lessons that you gain from it are also not really the best. No. 
I couldn't tell you a great moral lesson from Harry Potter. Yeah. In any. any and it's of a the children's books. book series. Yeah, any of the, the books. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like. I've I've never read the books and I don't want to. I I've, I was never big into like committing to reading a whole fucking series mm-hmm. as a kid. So anytime anyone would bring that up to me, I'd be like, oh no, I can't read that. That's too long, you know. Or oh, mm-hmm. I'm too old for it now, you know. Um, but I would never read it just because I I don't I don't like her. I think I would get so frustrated every time I pick out something that she's done wrong, especially as a writer myself. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. There are lots of good things about Harry Potter, but it, I uh, nothing that she really contributed to. Yes, she wrote the story, but like it's more of the inferences in between that people are able to make, and it's sort of the world itself and not the actual story. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> No, I. you've got a point there. The world is more important than the actual story at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that's why, like, even though the Fantastic Beast movies aren't very good, people still go to see them, because they want to see what the fuck is happening in the world. Yeah. The world is interesting enough that even though we don't have the emotional attachment to Newt Scamander that we had to Harry Potter and his friends, um, you know, just seeing that magic happening more and, like, Especially since it's Fantastic Beasts, it's going to have more of the monster element. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stuff I noticed in the rewatch of Fantastic Beasts that's very political. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I didn't pay enough attention to comment on the kind of politics that were being said, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I... if you're interested in political systems and the magic world itself, then I guess it would be, like, very capturing well there's a lot to be said about the magical world and politics mm-hmm. if you really pay attention to it because there's, there's... <laughs> yeah there's a lot just in general but i definitely think those movies have more yeah mm-hmm. um yeah the one thing about the fantastic beast movies i will say the one criticism is that their use of magic is so fucking flippant <laughs> yeah yeah um and i don't you pointed this out um, as a problem, and I don't know if that's just because we were coming off of it watching Harry Potter where they were students, and student usage of magic is very restricted. Mm. Um, like, you're not even allowed to use it outside of the school until you're 17. So, I don't know if it's just because theirs was, like, much more, like, pointed, there was a point to always using it, um, and then we watched Fantastic Beasts where they're all adults, and they're just like, Ooh, I do whatever. <laughs> I don't know, though. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things, I guess you could argue that, and that would make sense, but mm-hmm. personally, I don't think that's the truth, because even the teachers at Hogwarts seem to have, like, limitations. They're not using it as fucking frequently as Newt is just, <laughs> like, moving, he's just apparating everywhere. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All the time. Which is also very funny because apparating in Harry Potter is extremely dangerous. Yeah, um, and he was just like flippantly doing it, like he's flying around people who don't know what it is with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's scary. Yeah, Newt Scamander is a nuisance. He is. I, I will like stand him, by that. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I enjoy him as a character, but he's a fucking nuisance. I would hate to be around him in person. Yeah, no. <laughs> he would be another girl boss. He's girl bossing. He, he is girl bossing. Oh, yeah. Or is he male wife? And hold on. <laughs> he's a healthy mixture of both. Yeah, yeah. He's got moments where he's like, you know, definite male wife. Loves animals. Mm-hmm. In love with this girl who doesn't love him back. Mm-hmm. You know, but and then other times he's like totally girl bossing about. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, why couldn't you finish? Um. Well, we've sort of gone over the criticisms criticisms of Harry Potter. Um, book wise, I never did finish. I'll admit. Um, I got almost all the way through Order of the Phoenix. Um, but J.K. Rowling's writing is so long winded for no reason. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that is, I think it's the longest of the books, Order of the Phoenix. Oh, shit. And I, when I was reading it, I was 11 years old. Do you think 11 years old kid is going to care about the character building and the political stuff that was going on in Order of the Phoenix? Hell no. Um... <laughs> They want to see the kids fighting the snakes. That's what an 11-year-old wants. Yeah, you you want to read Percy Jackson now. <laughs> no, I did not ever read Percy Jackson. It's so good, dude. That's I reread what I've heard. it now. That's, I, people who have read Percy Jackson stand by it very strongly. The first book's um, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I never read Sea of Monsters, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I like all of my friends have read most of the books. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, Do you have any other... Um, Movie-wise, obviously, I did finish the Harry Potter series. However, Fantastic Beasts, they recasted Johnny Depp. And I'm going to make the stance here to give Johnny Depp back his roles. Um, yes. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, that's an issue for me. <laughs> He was a fucking victim. He was a victim. Um, and it's an issue for me that he's losing work because of it. Mm-hmm. Not agree. that he he's hurting too much. I know he has a fortune of his own. But at the same time, he's a good actor. And he's a good person. And he doesn't deserve to continually be punished for something he never even did. <laughs> yeah, true. So... That's an issue I have with Fantastic Beasts moving forward. I do like Mads Mikkelsen, though, so uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see how I feel about it. Well, we'll go see it when it comes out, because it's just coming out later this month. So. Yeah. This is the perfect time to do this episode. Maybe that's why people are talking about it right now. Oh, my God. I was literally, I was talking to, to Darren earlier about this. I was like, yo, dude, there's a bunch of Marauders fix that are updating, like, today. <laughs> And now it makes sense because people are getting back into it because of Fantastic Beasts movie coming out on the 15th. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense, actually. Perfect. Um, For me, why I couldn't finish, I forgot to mention this when I was talking about the background with Harry Potter, but I never liked J.K. Rowling. Even Mm -hmm. as a kid, um, like, I never really liked her style of writing, like... and then when she tried to do the Dumbledore is gay thing, that's when I was like, okay, hate her yeah, now. Yeah, that was really shitty. Yeah, I was like, I hate her now. Yeah, I was now I'm gonna already knew it. I was gay at the time that she said Dumbledore was gay, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was truly like, 
Is this supposed to be a good thing? <laughs> yeah. But I remember that, and that was what made me really hate her. Because I had hated her before. Mm -hmm. But that kind of just, like, set me off. And I decided to boycott Harry Potter after that completely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's mainly why I couldn't finish. She's a turf piece of shit. She is. And also, she's a shitty writer. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I... The movies, I guess it, I couldn't finish the movies because I physically can't finish the movies. <laughs> I fall, fall asleep, asleep. <laughs> in the movies. I think I almost fell asleep in Fantastic Beasts too. now that I'm thinking it. Because I saw it yeah. with a couple of friends, and I remember being pretty tired going into that. Mm -hmm. And when we were rewatching it, I was like, I don't know that I know any of this, <laughs> actually. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple of choice scenes where I was like, that's climactic. I remember that. And then everything that was slow, I was like, oh. <laughs> I think there's a reason I don't remember this. Mm -hmm. It's such an easy thing to fall asleep to, you know? I guess. <laughs> it is. No, it is so Fantastic easy. Fantastic Beasts is easy, yeah. Yeah. It's... And then Harry's fighting the snake, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> He's ruining a journal. Yeah. You were, you were in my dream journal! I did, I did not. not! Mr. Electric, send him to the principal's office and have him expelled! <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, any closing thoughts on Harry Potter? Um, how do you feel about the history of Harry Potter where, not history of Harry, but Hogwarts, where before the school had bathrooms, everybody just shit their pants? <laughs> and <laughs> apparated the shit out of their pants, which is a canonical fact that J.K. Rowling wrote for us. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> I got so excited because I was like, you're asking me a question? And then I realized what the fucking question was. <laughs> How do I feel about it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it is so funny. Quite honestly, I don't care if she meant it as a joke or not, I'm taking it as one. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, no. That did not happen. When did Hogwarts not have bathrooms? I don't know. It was built hundreds of years ago. I don't know how bathrooms worked in medieval Scotland. They just threw their shit out the window. They didn't shit their pants. <laughs> well, they did in this magic school because... They don't even really, like, wear, like... Regular clothing. Were they just shitting on the ground? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it gets more dumb every time she opens her mouth. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. Um, Thank you. Yep. One other thing. McKenna has a J.K. Rowling magnet on her fridge. Uh -huh. um, McKenna, who was a guest speaker on her MCU episode. Um, oh, I don't have to bleep out her name anymore. No, you don't, because she was with us. Um, <laughs> uh, she has a J.K. Rowling magnet, and it has an illustration of J.K. Rowling's face, and it has, um, it, it's basically like, what would J.K. Rowling do? Like, the abbreviation, like, you know how they do with Jesus? Yes. But it's what would J.K. Rowling do? Um, and she thinks it's so funny, because she's like, whatever she would do, I'd do the opposite. <laughs> That's why she keeps the magnet. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's good that's a good one mm-hmm. yeah yeah i used to have a what would jesus do bracelet yeah i think having a what would jesus do tramp stamp would be really funny <laughs> You've given me an idea. (laughs) Final thoughts on Harry Potter. I love the world. So much. It's so cool. Now that I've finally watched the movies and I get it, it's so fun. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Ah. It really is. I get why kids were so obsessed with it, you know? It's true escapism, wanting to go to Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like how people on the Hunter Hunter subreddit think that the reason they're on hiatus is because he's an actual hunter. It's because he's an actual hunter who is planning the Hunter exam for all of his loyal followers. God. <laughs> he's playing Dragon Quest. Yeah, he's playing Dragon Quest. That's yeah. for real. Yeah. No, he actually is. I. If I had, like, his friend code for his Nintendo Switch, I can guarantee... I would constantly see him logging on to play Dragon Quest. It would pop up in the corner all the time, and it'd be like, Jesus Christ, get a life. <laughs> Jesus Christ, do your work. Yeah, you have a job to do. <laughs> you have people waiting and depending on you. <laughs> and you're playing Dragon Quest. <laughs> anyway, let's stop bullying the creator yeah. of Hunter x Hunter. No, he's um, a much better person than J.K. Rowling. So, what should he's we not ask, even that good of a person. So. What should we ask people to send us this week? Um, it is boring to ask people to send us what their houses are or what their Patronus is. So boring. So boring. So let's not even do that. What would your, like, okay. My name is Ebony Darkness <laughs> Dementia Raven Way. <laughs> <laughs> and I have dark ebony hair. As my name that's why anyway um <laughs> what would your self insert character cringe as hell mm-hmm. name and outfit be yeah if not even in the harry potter universe you're in the um the my immortal universe yeah you're in the my immortal universe <laughs> this isn't harry potter anymore yeah she goes to hogwarts so it's it's the same universe but you know emo his name is vampire <laughs> He chose it. (laughs) Um, you go first. Oh, oh, I have, I have to be emo. Um, (laughs) okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cause, what is a good emo name? Uh, you could name yourself like after a song. After a song? Yeah. What if I just went by Evanescence? That was my name. <laughs> oh my god, a power move. <laughs> yeah. Evanescence, think... bring me to life. <laughs> yeah, that's my middle name. Yeah. Bring me to life is my middle name. <laughs> Burton, it's your last name. Yeah, just normal Burton. <laughs> Evanescence, bring me to life, Burton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and what would you look like? Well, I would have... Um, I think I would have, um, I would have Franco Euro hair, because I've had that haircut before, but I would actually have it colored like him, mm-hmm. um, in this universe, and 
I think that this is hard because I'm already emo, so it's like, what would I wear that I don't already own? <laughs> you could just wear your own clothes, bro. Yeah, I could just wear my own clothes. I've got a Pensy Prep zip-up hoodie that I painted. I would wear that yeah. around Hogwarts. Oh my god, you'd be dripped out. I'd be like, where Hogwarts. the fuck is New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> what is New Jersey? <laughs> We're in fucking Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> The Damon Blue Line train. The, the Damon Blue Line train. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy that we were just there. Yeah. You gotta go back sometime. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> my character... This is also hard. I'm yeah, gonna, it's difficult. I'm gonna do it. Do it. My character's name would be Helena. And... Yeah. <laughs> and... I would wear... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Hufflepuff. You are a Hufflepuff. I don't know if my character would be, but I would wear, like, old, clunky, big Doc Martens mm. with, like, white, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, fun laces, you know? Like, yellow, you know? Mm-hmm. Shit. I don't know what that is in lace code, so... I was gonna say Fist yellow King. with... <laughs> oh, fuck! I'm just kidding, I have no idea what it is. I was gonna say <laughs> yellow with white stars, and then I was like, I can't have white on my laces! <laughs> Oh god. Well white stars won't kill you. I probably wouldn't, but I it's just if you've got the white ladder laces, then you're uh, yeah. a fucking white nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah, no, not me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, big clunky boots, old ones. Big old ones. Mm-hmm. And probably just the same shit I wear. Yeah, we're already emo. We would fit into the My Immortal Universe. I feel like you would more than I would. You think? Yeah. I'm too basic emo. I wear a black t-shirt and jeans and I'm like, this is good. This is the fit. This is the fit. (laughs) And I legitimately think it's a fit. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's no harm, though. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Fit I, in I in think the Ebony universe. Darkness, Dementia, Raven Wave would hate both of us if that's any consolation. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, send us your OCs. Yeah. Or draw your OCs and send it to us. We'll post it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll gain followers from our, I think, like 17 right now? Something like that. Yeah, look at us. Uh, we'll promote you. <laughs> No one ever sends us shit. No. We say this at the end of every episode. We, we ask really people to send us stuff. We really want you guys to engage with us. We want friends. Yes. We're, we don't bite. I mean, I did. You I did. don't anymore. Come here. Come closer. <laughs> it's fine. I do not have rabies. Wink. What's a good, like, goodbye? Um... Nobody, like, dies in a way where it's, like, they get to, like, say their final words, except for, like, Dumbledore, and I don't know what the fuck he said. He was like, I'm falling. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, fuck, guys. <laughs> if Dumbledore's last words were, oh, no, I'm falling. Harry. <laughs> there are spells that could stop this. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, he was spelled to death. It was a yeah, I know he, he 
died because of, you know. They could have stopped him from falling, though. They could have stopped him from falling, though. <laughs> Absolutely. They could have been nice like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, Time Turner? Whatever, I guess. Yeah, Time Turner I think they wanted Dumbledore so to die. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants it. I, I want what? Dumbledore to die. <laughs> okay. He's kind of a tool. He's a weirdo. Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say I wish death upon him. Well, no, but he's a fictional character, so I don't feel bad about saying that I wish he would die. There, Even there are some real people who I say that about, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not much better, because when we started watching Hunter x Hunter, I was like, I want Gon to die. That's true. You did say that. I did say that, and I fully recant that now, but... I say that about Paul McCartney, and I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I want Ringo Starr to be the last one left. Yeah, that's literally my only reasoning, is that I want Ringo Starr to be the last Beatle standing. <laughs> so I, <laughs> the I, last Beatle standing? Yeah, so like every day since I was like 10 years old, I've been like, Paul McCartney should I'm die. Ringo Starr. <laughs> How do we end it? Um, I love doing impressions of people at the end. I think that's funny. But also that one time when you said, keep the faith was so good. <laughs> I don't even think anyone has like, listened that far into the emo dating sim episode. However, I hope, I hope they do. Because we're arguing for a little while. We're like, how do we end this? How do we end this? And then you go, keep the faith. And it's me, like a single laugh. <laughs> and it ends. <laughs> so good. Beautiful. Um, what's a Harry Potter thing they say? I don't know. They say a bunch of dumb shit. They say a bunch of cringe shit. (laughs) (laughs) They constantly like, I love having friends. I have friends, I'm not going home. Not really. (laughs) Yeah, that was like the first movie. Um, Why does Harry just straight up make fun of Voldemort for not having friends? (laughs) Yeah, that's like, I feel bad for you, because no one cares about you. You No, I'm pretty sure that Voldemort has some friends, dude. Yeah, like, he's got a ton of followers. They're his friends. Yeah. (laughs) Bellatrix Lestrange is friends with him. Yeah, like, Like, they're kind of crazy, but they're friends with him. Yeah. (laughs) Like, bro, I don't know what you, like, you mean, like, camaraderie? Like, classical friendship? Maybe not. Care and support. There's people there for him. Yeah. I don't don't know. Imagine Voldemort having a bad day and he goes to his friends. He's got a snake. He's got a fucking He's got a fucking snake. Emotional support snake lady. Yeah. She's a lady. It's been a rough day. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki. Almost died because of another child. So hard being beaten by eleven year olds. <laughs> it's so hard getting beat up by a ten year old boy. <laughs> I love those videos. <laughs> People who hold like the weirdest shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well I sent you one that was like, what the fuck? How did I know where that was going? Yeah. yeah. It's like a piece of, like, giant PVC, and it's just this dude going out to his, like, yard and grabbing it. <laughs> There's that time Cedric's like, take my body back. Take my body back, Harry. <laughs> That's very funny to me. <laughs> we 
on that. <laughs>